Hey guys, it's Erin Renee, and you are listening to Rooted in Kindness, a vegan podcast that is centered around inclusiveness and consideration for others. Here, we believe that the future is vegan, the time is now, and above all else, you should root yourself in kindness. Thanks for listening. What's up, everyone? Once again, it's your girl, Erin Renee, and we are back with the Rooted in Kindness podcast. Um... It is launch day, official launch day. I am so excited. And yes, this is the second episode that you have heard today. Hopefully you're listening again. Um, So you will get to know this as you listen. I am all over the place when it comes to pretty much everything. Uh, Like I get really excited about something and I go for it and I do it and then I don't like it anymore. So I change it up. And so that's what I decided for this, um, for this, this launch date. I wanted to originally do just one long episode and include my background, include my story, everything. And then I was like, nah, they probably wouldn't want to hear all that. It's going to be a long one. Nobody has time for that. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Maybe they would want to know a little bit about the person they're going to be listening to each and every week because I know you guys are going to keep tuning in, right? Um, So I decided let's just split it up. And if they want to hear about me, they can. If they don't, that's fine too. Hopefully you guys will want to get to know a little bit more about me and about where I started from and how I became vegan so that you guys can get a better understanding of my story. But just a little bit of, I'm going to do probably two disclaimers to start with. I am, like I said, in no way, shape, or form a professional nutritionist, dietitian, um, vegan advocate, anything like that. I just have personal experience and I feel like that's um, something that I can really bring to the table and I feel like a lot of people can connect well with that because when you're able to relate to somebody based on something something similar that you've experienced, um, it just, it really helps you to just build a better relationship and to just get a better understanding sometimes of you know, what you're going through. Whereas when you're just listening to a professional, sometimes it's like you can't connect because you don't really understand as well. So hopefully my experiences that I share with you guys will be something that you can relate to and we can connect through there. So, um, so yeah. And, and with that being said, as I'm not a professional, there may be some things that you hear that don't make sense or that don't sound right or may not be correct. And one thing that I really want for this podcast is I want it to be a positive, like negative-free, judge-free zone. So if you do hear something that I say that sounds off or you know for a fact it's wrong or whatever, you know, feel free to correct me. I I have no problems with that. Like I'm the first person to admit that I'm wrong, Um, but just do it in a respectful manner. It's all about how you say things. And also with like, you know, my... My listeners, if you guys are following me on Instagram or um, commenting or whatever, just be mindful that we're all human. We all make mistakes, but just be kind to one another. I don't want to look in my comments and see people going back and forth about, oh yeah, you say you're vegan, but you know, really you're plant-based or, you know, just like little petty stuff. I don't want to see all that. So if you're going to bring negativity to the page, please just don't even comment. Um, Just, we want to keep it you know, open. And I don't want anybody, even if you're, you know, if you you are not even vegan, if you're 
someone who consumes meat because I have a lot of people that I've already spoken with that are planning on listening and they are not vegan. They don't plan on becoming vegan. And I don't want them to feel like they can't listen to the podcast because they're not. So this is an inclusive podcast. I want it to, I want everyone to feel welcome. And so let's just remember that. Keep it positive, judge free, you know, just throwing that out there. Okay. Um, so let's just get into my story. So a lot of times when vegans go vegan, (laughs) they have like a day. They know the date, the time, everything of when they went vegan. And I am not one of those people. I have no idea the certain day that I went vegan, but what I do have is a date that I remember, which is February 14th of 2012. That was the last day that I consumed meat. Um, And the reason why I remember that is because Back when I lived in Greenville, North Carolina, I was working and my coworker actually had a conversation with me. We were talking about people who are born eating meat, like raised eating meat. It's difficult for them to transition to vegetarian. We had an argument. I was like, no, that's not true, whatever. And she was like, okay, if it's not true, then just do it. Like, let me see you do it for a month. And I mean, it didn't go like that. She was very respectful, but it it basically was like one of those. And I am the type of person that, um, you know, some call it stubborn. Others call it um, hard-headed. I like to call it competitive. I'm very competitive. So if someone tells me, you know, Aaron, you can't do this or like, you can't do 15 pull-ups, Aaron. I'm like, what? Yes, I can. And I will go and I will be on that pole, and that sounds weird, but I will be on there trying to pull myself up 15 times, even though I know for a fact I can't even do one. But because someone told me I couldn't do it, I'm going to try to do it. But not like in a rebellious way. Like I'm not one of those people that is rebellious, like, oh, my mom said I can't do this, so I'm going to go and rebel and go out. It's not like that. Like I am a person who follows directions. I read instructions before I put things together. Like I'm one of those people. So just know that. (laughs) But anyway, so she told me I couldn't do it. I committed to doing it for a month. That was my challenge. There was no prize. The prize was the bragging rights. Everyone's always like, what'd you win? I didn't win anything. I just won the bragging rights. So, um, so yeah, I did it for a month and it wasn't as bad as I thought. So my boyfriend was living in Virginia. He was going to college there. And this was like a really teeny tiny town. This town had like one fancy semi-fancy restaurant which was like a rib shack or like a steakhouse or something and I'm pretty sure that the last thing I ate was probably like a full rack of ribs with mashed potatoes because that's what I always used to get and probably nothing green on my plate um and probably like three or five yeast rolls because that was like my go-to. I did not used to eat healthy whatsoever. Like I was one of those that just never, I didn't like vegetables. I barely ate fruit. Like I just, I was a chocolate and a meat and a, not really a meat. I really wasn't that big on that, but I was a chocolate and a bread kind of girl. So, and I love me some potatoes. That's the only vegetable that I ever liked. So, um, so yeah, that was the last thing I ate. And the next day I committed, did it for a month, and that was it. I was like, you know what? That wasn't even bad. I was like, let me just keep going with it. And so it was like this like ongoing joke about me. You know, I I moved away and she still would reach out to me and I'd be like, hey, just so you know, I'm still a vegetarian. And it was just just something funny. But eventually I made a little bit of a transition. So my boyfriend's mom 
has been pescatarian for since before I even met her. And I have been with my boyfriend now for probably almost 12 years. And she had been pescatarian since like way before I met her. So she has been for probably like 20 something years. Well, I saw what she was eating and I was like, you know what? That's actually not that bad. Like I could, I could handle that. I could do that. Um, and so for those of you that don't know the terminology, so basically a vegetarian, they do not eat animal flesh. So they will not have chicken. They won't have beef. They won't have pork, seafood, none of that, but they will eat eggs and they will have dairy along with obviously fruits and vegetables. Um, for some reason, a lot of people get confused and they think that vegetarians can have chicken. I don't know if there is like a special diet out there that allows like white meat, but I had this person talking to me when I did this like film thing and he was talking about vegetarians and then he starts talking about how, yeah, she only eats chicken. And I'm like, no, that's not vegetarian. But anyways, um, so that's vegetarian, not chicken, but no animal flesh. Pescatarians can have they don't eat land animals. That's how I used to explain it. So they have fish, seafood, they can eat eggs and dairy, but they will not eat chicken, beef, pork, um, lamb, whatever else land animals people eat. Um, yeah, so that's it. So I stuck with doing that. And I think like the idea behind it is that it's healthier. It's better for the environment because it's fish. So I don't really know why I did it. Honestly, it just, it worked out. It was easier for me to do. Um, and I'll have a whole podcast episode on pescatarian because I've learned so much after going vegan and it's just so eye opening to see. And I'm like, Oh, I can't believe I was doing that. But, um, but we'll talk a little bit about that and I'll do it in a respectful way. So, um, but yeah, so then I did that for a long time. So fast forward now into 2018 that was about two years ago or two years ago. Exactly. Actually. And I started getting really deep in my faith. I started going to a new church. Um, it kind of became like my family, like my home. And I really just, I, I really just wanted more of God and I really wanted to, to be deeper in my relationship with him. And one thing that a lot of times Christians will do at the beginning of the new year is they'll do a fast. And so a fast doesn't necessarily mean food, like giving up on food or giving up on whatever. It can be giving up on like social media. But a lot of times people will do what's called a Daniel fast. And I'm not going to go into like a whole spiel on, um, you know, like this stuff. But the Daniel fast is basically just you can only have fruits and vegetables legumes, grains, nut seeds. Um, I think you can have like pure oils, like olive oil, grapeseed oil, and water. And I think that's it. You can have like freshly squeezed juice, but you can't have like the kind that has sugar in it and stuff. And that's pretty much it. Like that's all you could have. So I was doing this fast and it was really hard for me to figure out what I could eat because I'm like, man, there's so many limits. Like, I don't know what to do. I was literally just eating carrots and celery and it was hard. Like I felt weak. I was like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. It's not going well. And I was a teacher 
so in the beginning of the year, we always take our kids, our students onto um, an FSA field trip, which is the standardized testing that we do in Florida. And we give it to them as a reward if they did well. So we go to Universal and they give you this meal card, right? So two things that I love in life. <laughs> I love food because who doesn't? And I love free things. Like you literally could just offer me anything and I will have a reason to take it. Like I will, I will probably take it. Like, I don't know. You could offer me a, like a unicycle and I'd be like, yes, I need that. I've been thinking about this for so long. And then everyone's like, what? Um, but like literally I will, I'm, I have like a hoarder personality and please, I hope my boyfriend's not listening to this because he will definitely agree. But anyways, I just, I'll find a reason to take it. So love free stuff, love free food. If, well, I love food. So if they are combined, it's free food. It's like, ha, ah, the best. So they give you these meal cards and you can get literally whatever you want from the location you choose. So they have like certain ones you can go to. And before we started with the lunch thing, I was talking to this other teacher who is the wife of a pastor. And we didn't say that we were doing the fast, but you could tell because she doesn't normally eat this stuff. I was really interested in what she was eating and we were talking and whatever. So we both kind of figured out, okay, they are fasting right now. Like they can't have certain things, whatever. We have a little bit more conversation about, you know, religion and, and our faith and things like that too. And so I felt like it was like good. Like she was helping me. She was talking me through it because I'm still kind of a beginner at this. Well, I go to this restaurant and I'm looking, I'm starving at this point. Well, I'm always starving, but I look at the menu and they had a veggie burger on the menu. I'm like, yes, this is great. You don't understand how excited I get when I see that there's an option that I can have because not every vegetarian or every vegan or whatever, not everybody wants to eat salad. And if that's the only option, it's so boring. So I found a burger, so, so excited. This burger had like all this crazy stuff you could add to it. You could put coleslaw on it. You could put cheese, nacho cheese, whatever you basically wanted in life, you could throw on that burger. And I was like, man, this is amazing. And it all came as part of the meal plan. So I'm like, this is great. Like what a deal I'm getting right now. This is amazing. So of course I get everything on this burger. I get cheese fries, like not just regular fries. I had to add extra nacho cheese to it. I never drink soda, but for some reason today I had to have Coke and I ordered a milkshake and it all came with it. And I was just like, I got to get my money's worth, like as if I had paid for it. I didn't. And so whatever, I go sit down. I'm like face deep in this burger right now. And I look up and I see this pastor's wife and I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe what I'm doing right now. And I felt so much shame. Like she was not judging me. She wasn't even probably even looking at me, but just seeing her and realizing like, I just had a conversation with her about this. And now here I am like, oh, I thought you were fasting, but here you are with like a triple cheeseburger and nacho cheese fries with a milkshake and a Coke. Like, what are you doing? And I felt like I had failed God. I felt like I had failed myself. I felt like I failed her, even though she could probably care less. But it was just so much failure on my end and so much shame that I felt. And I was just like, man, like, I can't believe I'm doing this because 
that's not me. Like I'm a person who, like I said before, I don't know if I said this, but I'm, I'm someone who commits. And if I commit, like if I tell you that I'll do something for you, or if I say I'm going to do something, then I do it. And I, that's the same way I feel about God. If I tell God I'm going to do something, I'm committed to him. And, and in this case, I just felt like I wasn't myself. Like I just was so humiliated and like just shamed because of what I had done. And I know it's probably sounds dumb to some of you guys and you're like, it's not that serious, but it really was that serious to me. And, and still to this day, that's why I still feel like this. I just, I felt so terrible about it. So I kind of talked to her a little bit about it more and the way that she kind of described how like how it helped her was that she's like oh if you just look on the back of the products it just tells you it's vegan and I was like okay but what does that mean and she's like well basically the Daniel fast is like basically just being vegan like you're just eating like basically vegan food and I was thinking about it I'm like man that's so crazy like now that you put an actual label on what this is it makes it so much easier to figure out what to eat so after that I went home I looked up all these recipes I found a bunch of stuff for vegan whatever I wanted to make and I really stuck with it and I was like god I'm so sorry like I'm committing to this now and and I really did I stuck with it and I finished out the fast I start I started over from that next day um and did 21 days and I felt good and I realized it's not as difficult as I had originally thought it would be because Again, please guys, don't judge me. I mean, if you have already judged me or turned this podcast off, then you're just missing out on more chances to judge. But um, I was one of those people that would put down vegans to make myself look better. So, you know, I, I don't know what's up with society and why they feel the need to like tell us or tell people how they should live their lives or how they should you know, eat or what they should have and things like that. But it seems like when you start to do something that's a little bit different than what the regular typical human is doing, everyone has an opinion and everyone is concerned with your well-being. And so as a vegetarian, people were really concerned with what I was doing and telling me how unhealthy it is and how do you even do that? What do you even eat? And my response was always something along the lines of, well, it's not like I'm vegan. I mean, I could never do that because vegans can't have anything. And like, instead of just saying, you know, this is my choice and if it's working for me, it's working for me. If you're not okay with it, then that's that's on you. Don't eat what I eat. Instead of saying something like that, I would just put down these other people who are doing just exactly what I was doing, trying to just live their best, like not live their best life. I hate that phrase, but you know, doing what they can to survive and doing what they felt was good for them. And so Instead of being mature about it, I would just be this immature person and put them down and make myself try to look better. And it worked. I mean, people were like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. You know, that's true. At least you, at least you can have eggs and cheese and dairy and all that stuff. And that's not really the case. So I'm sorry if I was one of those people and you had ever heard me saying that, or if you were ever affected by my mean words, guys, if you have ever been (laughs) felt victimized by Regina George or whatever it was, um, But yeah, so that was me. And I've come a long way since then. That's why I was telling you guys, you, everyone's journey is different and not everyone's is easy. Mine was not easy. And, and still, like, I had a lot of times where 
I didn't feel like cooking. I didn't feel like doing anything. Or I would go to someone's house or I'd go to a birthday party and they had cheese pizza. And I'm like, oh, it's just cheese. It's not that serious. And I would eat it. And then I would have reactions to it. And so it's like my body's telling me it's not good for me. So I went through a lot of times. And now I'm at the point where like I literally will not even eat if if there's nothing that I can have, if it has dairy or anything, like I won't cheat. And and my boyfriend has been really good with me about it because there's been times where like I felt bad. So I'm like, I mean, I guess I'll just, it's fine. Like we can just, we'll just, and he'd be like, no, no, babe, you've been doing it for too long. Like, no, I'm not going to let you cheat. Like you've been so strong with it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to let you do that. And so that's just been amazing for me to have that person in my life to be so supportive of it. And speaking of which, um, he is actually going vegan starting today. Um, like I said, in the first episode, he committed to doing 30 days. And even though he's been like, oh, well, babe, like the past two weeks, I've basically been vegan anyway, because you haven't been buying meat, which is true. Um, but he's like actually committing now. So he's going to be doing it. And, and if you guys want to do it, you guys can join him. I'll do like a hashtag challenge for you guys so you guys can all do it together and support each other. But but honestly, if you have even thought about doing it, like at least give yourself 30 days. Usually I would say three months would be the, the best amount of time because your body still needs to get used to the changes. Um, but at least like just if you can commit to like one month, but really do it. If you're going to do it, don't, don't have to do it. Don't like, Oh, here and there, like really commit to it and you'll see some change. And I promise you, like you will thank yourself later because it just does so many good things to your body. And so anyways, sorry, I'm not here to like push you guys to do it, but, but yeah, so I've, I've changed a lot since then. I'm a better vegan now and now I'm more supportive and now I'm more mature. So here I am to share you, share with you guys all of my knowledge, all of my experiences so that you guys will not make the same mistakes or so we can get through your mistakes together. Um, That's pretty much it though, guys. I don't want to talk your ear off about my life. That's my vegan journey. I'm still going through it, still struggling, still having moments every here and here and there every day. Um, So yeah, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, like I said, please, you know, give us five stars, give us a review. Um, share our page, share, follow us on Instagram, just share and like and comment and whatever else you can possibly do. Subscribe, download. There's too many things that you can do, but do it all if you can. That would be so highly appreciated by us. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much again. Next week, we're going to be diving in deeper into some tips and some helpful guides for you guys so that you can be more successful in your vegan journey. All right, thanks again for listening. Remember, the future is vegan. The time is now. So root yourself and